0: Uh, What's going on, guys? Welcome to our TED talk. Uh, What's going on, uh, my fellow TEDs and all your TEDdiness? Um, (laughs) It's another episode of the Mofanko (laughs) Experience, everybody. And, uh, you know, I saw the the voting on the Twitter poll there, and you guys want more of us. Uh, I don't know why. Maybe you're crazy. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, we're going to do a little uh, series preview of the Milwaukee Brewers series got three games there but before we get into all of that we have to discuss this crazy ass Chicago Cubs series at Wrigley because when you look at the run differential just looking at the run differential you would think the Pirates got swept like maybe they won one game maybe but three out of four that's just crazy um, but before we get into any and all of that, I gotta introduce my co-hosts of the hour. That's Anthony Big Bear Murphy. What's going on, man? And What's going on? Uh is it is it Nola Jeffy or uh <laughs> uh Louisiana Jeff going on down there? I'm not quite <laughs> no, sure. It's Louisiana Ted now. Oh Jeff, oh, Ted. <laughs> right. I forgot
1: all about right. It's Ted Talk. We're all Ted, I forgot. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not really necessarily sure what Ted has to do with uh, anything New Orleans, but...
0: Most well,
2: un-New Orleans name I'm I've Ted ever heard L- in my
0: life. <laughs> <laughs> Never been down there, so I can't speak for it, but yeah, Ted isn't uh, isn't doing it for me uh, with the namesakes.
1: It could have at least been like Louisiana, Boudreaux, and Thibodeau or something. <laughs>
0: That'd have been better. Hey, man, we, we, we can't we can't all be creative and... It's all good in the hood because uh, we got Louisiana's head in the building. But boys, how's it going? Uh, hasn't been that long, but anything new in your lives before we get going here? Same old, same old, same old, Marching same in. old. Yeah. Okay. How about you, just Ted? Trying to
1: keep on, keeping on, mm. keeping on, like keeping on. Just, just trying to keep on, keeping on with every every new curveball that comes.
0: Yeah, I feel it, man. I feel it. You got a brand new truck digging that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Speaking of just a nice ride for that road trip. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. I mean, the pirates have been keep on keeping on. Uh, I don't think any of us expected an eight and eight start, uh, especially with the way the schedule panned out early in the season. Uh, Not to say that they're not going to go on a 20 game losing streak at some point. It might happen. It's the pirates and the way this roster is constructed, it could very well happen uh but they took 3 out of 4 from the cubs so how are we feeling about that situation i mean the bullpen was absolutely clutch uh when push came to shove and the bats did what they did for the most part i mean blown out 21 nothing but and they, at the end of the day took 3 out of 4 so what's the overall feel right now after the cubs series i mean is it the same old same old for the pirates or are we starting to feel a little bit of hope here
1: mm.
0: i mean the, the, the way I think about it, the way I think about the season
2: so far is we beat the teams that no matter how bad you think the Pirates are, are supposed to be this year, we're beating the teams that we're still supposed to be, which is something in on its own. Yeah. And you win enough of those games, maybe you squeak out a couple games here and there against the teams that you're not supposed to win. And then I guess you never know.
0: Like the I'll Brewers say. or Cardinals,
2: Cardinals, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. The Padres this weekend looking a little bit further ahead.
0: But yeah. 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 I'll be there on Sunday. It should be uh, fun. Uh, I wish I could yeah. see Fernando Tatis, but that would be awesome. But yeah.
2: He can't stay off his motorcycle,
0: apparently. No, <laughs> he cannot. Juju <laughs> agrees. Everyone, the yes. color commentator is back. And it's no. Uh, shock that the last episode we posted was a banger and had one of the most downloads in uh, the podcast history was because of that young man in the background giving his that's why that's why today he brought his uh his uh bat and t-ball stand yeah i I mean we need to fill in people a little bit uh right before the show started he was hitting some balls off the tee showing us his swang yeah uh this dude is a Pirates prospect in the making. Ben Charrington, keep your eyes glued to this young man. Yeah, I'm um, trying to make sure he throws left-handed. Yes, you and go. you also need to make sure that service time manipulation is not used with this young man. Uh, Pretty much. I mean, this is, this is my retirement plan in about, what, 15 more years?
2: <laughs> I, that's a couple CBAs. I'm hoping we have that work out by then.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ted, how, how are you feeling about uh, you know the Cubs series, man? Uh, is it what you expected or not expected? You know, give me your whole feel. Um, for I it. mean,
1: I I do feel like it's kind of what I expected, only because I remember was that like two podcasts ago where we were talking about the over under seventy wins, and mm. I was even just saying, man, like I mean, it's possible, only because the division is so bad. Yeah, and then talking about the Cubs specifically, it's like. I mean, they got a 29 year old. Was he? Is he 29, 30 years old? Frank Schwindel last year was his rookie year. Wisdoms, another dude that was a rookie last year, and he's like already 27, 28. Yeah. Uh, just those post prospect types that, I guess, broke out. Rafael Ortega Yeah. Is another dude that's just they're There's basically different names of kind of what we see with our roster, essentially.
0: Yeah. And they have yeah. Suzuki who is going to be a star. I have a feeling. I mean, the kid just yeah. ranks. Um, no, I'm yeah. sad the Pirates didn't kind of put their shoe in a little bit there. I uh, have to reference the shoe. Uh, Started I, think two, yeah. I think two shoes ended up on Wrigley field at some point during that series. So yeah. <laughs> I had to give a little bit of a shoe reference. Um but I I don't think any of us expected the Pirates to get Suzuki, but that kid is going to be something. Uh whether he does it in a Cubs uniform or not, yeah. who knows. I mean really though
1: I know why people we got kind of upset was that the Cubs went in their quick break uh tear down and but they had the money to just kinda of like flip and get a Suzuki or Yeah. And they might be able to go into the pool deeper in free agent next
0: year, but yeah. yeah. But, I mean, they don't have our bullpen. No, no, they don't have our bullpen. And, you know, I I keep wavering back and forth on whether this bullpen can last. Because I think a Pirates starter only went past the fifth inning once this year. If that, maybe twice. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if you have these cats going just three, four innings, and you got to rely on a Dylan Peters, Will Crow every other day to do what they're doing, that's asking a lot. And I know they've, you know, answered the bell several times this season, and it's great to see. But do you think this is sustainable? Like, I don't. It's damn near impossible. Murph, I see you shaking your head. No, no like I,
2: I, think, I think you could take one look at like all of their numbers and, and the numbers they're pointing out and be like, yeah, this, this, this isn't lasting. Especially when you consider how much they've been they've been used this early on. Um, I love the system. I love I love the what they're trying to do with it, and with you know having Crow and Peters, and then they're coming and pitching multiple innings. It takes it, it takes a little bit of pressure off the starters, but there has to be a little bit of pressure there for them to go a little bit de- I get that maybe they're only wanting to go like two times through the lineup, but those two times through the lineup can't be the first and second inning. Mm. That's 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 just asking for for trouble and disaster. But like I mean. In the meantime, like it's it's just a blast watching the bullpen come in, how electric it is you know, David Bednar coming in. Even if, even if a little bit like they're creating their own mess by you know, Chris Stratton had that, that error and, and, and whatnot, they still get they still find a way out of it. Yep. So it's fun to watch not not to rain on anyone's parade, but like just you just gotta kinda figure that this isn't gonna stay to this level. Can they remain an elite bullpen? Yeah. 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 I, I think they all have the stuff to do it. I just these kind of numbers aren't something that we're going to want to rely on the entire year. Yeah.
0: And the one thing that I, I go back to is, you know, everyone is comparing Crow to Mariano Rivera out of the bat, like off the bat, man, they got the Rivera gifts when they're comparing Crow and, and that, that's cool and all. And, and Mariano Rivera yeah. did have one pitch and one pitch only just cutter, cutter after cutter after cutter. And if you look at Crow, mm-hmm. it's, fastball change up fastball change up and he might throw a change up four times in a row and that's cool but eventually guys are going to start figuring that shit out and that's when you have to start worrying because crow's going to give up a run eventually just like dylan peters gave up a hit eventually and I i just don't know if it's completely sustainable throughout the season but like you said, it's fun. It was fun to watch Bednar say basically fuck you and threw ninety-eight down the pipe yeah. <laughs> like nine yeah. times in a row and no one could touch it. Nobody. And good luck. Yeah. It like you can't like he everyone knew what he was gonna throw. And he just did it. And you know, as a Pirates fan in 2022. Yeah. You have to start looking at positive moments because there's going to be a lot of negative, and you can start to look at you know that series in particular, and you're like, okay, all right, there there is some happy shit happening, and you see you know Benar at the end saying fuck them, fuck them, fuck them, let's go, like as they were fist bumping, and I of course said I will donate four dollars and twelve cents to the Benar statue, out of respect, so. I don't know. <laughs> you you got to take some positive shit out Absolutely. of this. Or, but at the end of the day, we are realists and this isn't going to yeah. last to the level it, it is at. I still think these no. guys are, no. they have the caliber to be elite level. I still think they could be, I, I think the way that it's
2: constructed and with who you have in there and what they're capable of and catering to each of their strengths they can remain a top five, top 10 bullpen in, oh. in baseball. I, that part, I don't doubt. But to, to to this extreme, to what they're doing right now, it, it, it just doesn't seem statistically possible to, to to continue it. But I will say one thing on the I, – I love the way that they're using David Bednar, like not just like the, the old school closer, that kind of thing. I like, leverage more it, way the Andrew,
1: Andrew Miller type.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It should, it should, that's how it should. That's how you should use your best relief pitcher when you need him the most. Like, why save your best guy for the ninth inning if it's going to be the, your, the seven, eight, and nine hitters facing instead of putting them in there when, when it's the heart of the order for the, when you know it's going to be the last time the heart of the order is going to come up. Put your mm-hmm. best guy in then, make sure he locks down the game then, and then you can work it out. You can work it out by matchup
0: after that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I, I and have to give a little, Shelton credit for that.
1: So I was on the uh, P2 boards, and I remember when we got, you know, Stratton again um, that people wanted him to take over as a starter because he was seeing success in the bullpen, and they we had other starters struggling, and I just remember saying to people, I was like, no, no, don't do that. He's seeing success in this role. Leave him in that role. And that's why, like, I think I would say to you, like, y'all And other times last year with regards to Crow, I'm like, man, he seems to be really good for two, three innings. And then for some reason just loses it. I'm like, he needs to be another like Chris Stratton type. But then these bullpen guys are all former starters. So like they have the recent experience and the miles on their arms of throwing, you know, a full season, 100-plus innings on their arm, so they might still be capable of putting those types of innings with having shorter um, rest days.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're, you were also and, mentioning, like, 40-plus appearances could be possibility off the air.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, three innings, a p. I mean, they go two, three innings uh, appearance. I feel like that's possible yeah. for them to do.
2: Um Tampa did something similar last year. They had a lot yeah. of guys. They had a lot of guys in the 80-90 100 inning range.
0: That's cuz they listened to me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, do we would it, would it be some kind of record if they had like 10 starters, hit 100 innings?
0: I mean, Pirates 90, are 90, used 90. to setting records apparently. Mm-hmm. I mean, the worst loss in franchise history. Yeah, I mean, three touchdowns we're, baby we're we're due we're due to set more records during the season uh last year i think they had the most appearances uh like most players play at least one game last year and the entire three history play, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: yeah they hit like 50, they hit some like like 50 plus like 56 or something might have hit
0: 60 i think yeah. they hit 60 yeah it was insane. Like, I did an entire article just naming every single player. Because <laughs> I was baffled after I got past, like, 45. I was like, really, man? Jeez. This many people? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then wasn't that, those was, like, Sporkle quizzes? Yeah.
1: It was like, name every player that made one appearance. Like, uh, oof.
0: <laughs> no, Probably many. couldn't. That's too many. But, yeah. Um, no. <laughs> Nagowski. There's one and Defo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Studs. Yep. We got to lock Stand them bitches
1: them right up. now.
2: We're going good- mm-hmm. to use them on Saturday to pitch. <laughs> Diego Castillo. <laughs> Poor Diego. <laughs> go but, ahead. Man. I, mean, hey. I saw someone on Facebook get mad because that's who they picked to go in. Like, he, he, he's saying that it was a hor- Like, Shelton should get fired for, for them putting Diego, Diego Castillo at risk of getting hurt by putting him in the pitch. Like, he's going to take a line drive off the leg and or something like mm. that.
0: i tell you what, though. He was throwing gas for a position player. 75 miles an
1: hour? That was pretty fast. Ooh. Better than that, like, 35-mile-an-hour heater that Strange Gordon threw. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: <laughs> Let's get, you know, into this transition period here to where we start looking at the series coming up with the Brewers. Uh, We historically can never seem to beat the Brewers, it seems like, especially in the Brewers Park. But this time we're at PNC. Uh, And to start things off, we got Mitch. Mitch Keller coming off probably one of his best starts of his career. But he had to face Brandon Woodruff, who was damn near perfect. I don't know if I should go into saying this, but doesn't it feel like this is one of the most important starts of Keller's career? Like right now, this can show I'm going to be consistent throughout the season and not that inconsistently consistent that he has been in uh, the past. Mm -hmm. And he gets his redemption. He's going to face Woodruff again. And Pirates batters are probably shaking in their boots having to face this cat. But mitch got to stand strong. I mean, last appearance he was attacking the zone, giving up not very hard contact from what I could see uh, it's Mitch Keller. So, but we're still a little weary of what we're gonna see from this cat man. But he is hitting 98 on the regular. His slurve or curveball or slider, whatever the fuck you want to call it, is looking pretty good. He's throwing a change up. So what are we gonna see from Mitch? Is it gonna be something that we can, you know, put our hopes on, or is it gonna be another, oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> Murph, I see you, like, wincing at the thought of this, so <laughs> go I think, ahead.
2: I think I've gotten to the point now to where I just refuse to make any kind of predictions with Mitch at all because, like, he proved that last year. It's, like, where he bounced back and forth for how many how many starts in a row did it feel like? It felt for, like, a whole couple months that he would literally bounce from a really good start to a really bad start. Yeah. So really good, really bad. So, and then it was just all bad. He, he hasn't faced the Brewers much from what I was looking at, and he hasn't pitched too bad against them historically. So maybe if there is a team to kind of build off of, it's this one. Yeah. Um, he He's just so hard to predict at this point.
0: And, and the one thing with the Brewers, though, they have never been known to have good bats in their lineup. I mean, on this run that they've had, they've had great pitching, just not very good hitting. So maybe this is kind of the lineup to where Mitch can kind of get his shit together in a way, just back-to-back starts against the brewers who are historically known to not have good bats uh, in recent history. So maybe it's a big series though. It's a big series for Mitch. And this is just another chapter in his story. And it's just going to be, is it a good chapter? Is it a bad chapter? Is it a chapter that leaves us with more questions than answers? are we gonna get some questions answered it's a big mixed bag of what the hell is going on so juju agrees i heard it (laughs) yeah and i feel it juju Um, he's like yeah you know
1: he's like i want to see some consistency
2: yeah i mean that's that's really all we've ever asked from him yeah just a little bit
0: yeah and i think we kind of hung our hats on Mitch for such a long time to where we got this distorted view of ACE and quotation marks. And I don't know if we can really consider him that, you know, I think he's more of a middle of the rotation type of guy and there's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. That's important to have in a rotation, especially when you're trying to contend, but we got to quit comparing Mitch to, uh, I can't even say Garrett Cole because of what I saw with his sicky stuff again uh, in that video I showed you guys. But we got to quit comparing him to these Mm -hmm. top of the rotation arms. He's just not that guy, I don't think. And that's okay. It's completely okay. (laughs) I mean, if he could at least be, you know, a five-inning
1: starter or occasional six innings, then I mean – even as we're talking about, you know, going with a bullpen type pitching staff, if you could get five, six innings regularly out of him, then that would be one pitcher that at least cuts into, you know, giving a break Mm -hmm. to all these guys pitching those long relief outings. And I know with me, that's why, like, I keep saying people are like, even just, I want more than like two consistent starts at this point. Like, I'm like, I want to see three, four consistent starts. Like, and part of that, I think, is just, you know, being a Pirates fan all these years, you know, we'd have Chad Cool would throw a gem. And then it'd be like, next start, he'd go three innings with seven walks, two hit batters. And you're like, well, well here we go again. And Stephen Brault would have a two-run run game yeah. in six innings. You're like, okay, cool. And then the next game, he'd go two innings with eight walks. And you're like, man. And people would get excited and then down and then excited and then down and it's just it's been pitcher after pitcher after pitcher and I was just like I just want to see before I get behind these one of these guys to be like yeah stud our ace or at least what an ace would be in this rotation yeah I want to see more than just one two three consistent starts like I'll even take a. Th- three earned runs in five innings at this point.
0: Oh, yeah. I would be absolutely happy with that.
2: Keep them in the game. Keep them in the yeah. game. Yeah. That, that's it. That's it. And the offense has shown somewhat of an ability to, to pop up mm-hmm. here and there. They just need someone to consistently okay, he's going around the mound. We have a shot today. Not not mm-hmm. someone that's going to go out there. It's like, okay, how many runs do we have to come from right. behind to, to win
1: this? If we're down so, yeah. five in the first two innings, and I'm like, nah, whatever. Yeah, but I mean if we're yeah. we only need to score six five to win a game, then I'm like, okay, there's at least a chance that Vogelbach yeah. runs into one or something. Yeah.
0: That's that's my yeah. goat right there. Vogelbach is my goat. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that and man is so beautiful. B-Ray can get rolling remarks.
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know, that that's kind of the topic I wanted to get into, you know, B-Ray getting into another series. Juju, what are you thinking, man? Is it time to start worrying about Brian Reynolds? Is it time to hit the panic button, man? He's He's banging his head against the the couch. I guess that's (laughs) worried.
1: That's 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 the sign that B Ray's about to have a huge series.
0: Okay, all right, I'll take it. This is this
1: is where this is where B Ray is going to turn it around.
0: Okay, Murph, you have some historical stats with B Ray against some of these uh, pitchers here, so. Let's get into that a little bit. You know so, what does it look like for B Ray against the Brewers? You
2: know, I get a lot of people are obviously going to struggle against some of these Milwaukee pitchers, but uh, against Woodruff, he's one for eight with six strikeouts in his career. It gets better as it as it goes on. But yeah, tomorrow tomorrow historically has been rough for him. But against against Freddie Peralta, he's actually done fairly well against. So I'm not I'm not overly worried about anything yet.
0: I, I still disagrees. think it's, it's
2: pretty early yeah that's what it sounds like <laughs> should probably go with him over me yeah
0: yeah. I mean when you're the offspring of Ted you kind of just get the, the right away.
1: <laughs> yeah I mean Peralta is one of those pitchers that I don't know man I don't know why watching him just irritates me so bad because I'm like man this guy throws
0: 85% fastballs why can't you hit him yeah, it is irritating a little bit. And, you know, with the next start uh, after Keller, we got Bryce Wilson, who has been, I'm going to be nice and say, meh. <laughs> He's been meh. I mean, there was some <laughs> Murphy's holding the thumbs down. I get it, man. He has so, shown some flashes. I mean, in 2021, he showed some. This year, yeah, that's a big old thumbs down. Uh, you know, you look at just the first pitch strike. The percentage of first pitch pitch strikes for Wilson is down. Right now, it's at about 47%. You don't want that. That's not a recipe for success for a starting pitcher, mm. let alone a bullpen pitcher. Um, batters are hitting around 91 miles an hour average for exit velocity that's pretty high man and his fastballs down a whole one mile no i
1: heard exit velocity doesn't lead to success chucky hayes jr there
2: oh the only one that tell him the stat that really made me mad
0: oh oh uh the (laughs) whiff rate you want to get into the whiff rate uh historically wilson yeah, hasn't yeah. been uh he hasn't been good with whiff rate in general but even now it's down it's down to 18.4 percent that's bad that's now he
2: got worse at like his... the thing that he does the worst somehow he got worse at
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's not a recipe for success I think even uh, Trevor Williams
1: had more whiff rate than that. I would have to believe that he did.
0: (laughs) It gets pretty bad. I'm definitely checking that later. (laughs) And, you know, I'm even going to say I wrote show notes for today. That's rare for me. And when I was looking at these, like I kept going over it, wondering did I mess up somewhere? I didn't. Those numbers are Bryce Wilson as it stands right now. And the fact that he's down from 2021 on whiff rate at 18.4%, that's just mind-boggling to me. And I did mention in the notes, maybe a Will Crow type role will make him better. And I can't even convince myself right now that that would make him better. I don't see Bryce Wilson staying on this team for very long, especially with numbers (laughs) like that. I know we need arms. I know we need bodies, but
2: I don't know. However long it takes for them to feel comfortable with Ronzi being stretched out, whatever your target pitch limit is for him or pitch count that you want to get him to, that target date should be – Target date for Bryce Wilson. Show us what you got.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: If, I mean, if we're not already pretty fairly safe and sure of
1: what we got with them, anyways. Sad yeah. part is is he, sad part is is probably stretched out as far as all our other starters are. <laughs> yeah, I mean he threw he
2: threw sixty pitches, and that's pretty much what everyone else goes because mm-hmm. they've given up three, four, five, six runs by then. Yeah,
0: and. That's where we transition into the game three starter, last game of the series, Jose Quintana. Uh, He's been a bit of a mixed bag, uh, so to speak. Uh, Walk numbers are not where you want to see it. Uh, But he has made some big pitches, big moments in his last start. People were bitching about him being pulled, four and two-thirds innings pitched. But when you look at it, probably was the best situation to pull him. Uh, You bring in Heath Hembree, he gets the job done, game over. I mean, at that point, the Pirates won that game uh, against the Cubs. So I really don't get why Pirates Twitter blows up at the most random ass things, but they do. And I think that was a good call, pulling Quintana. Um, Quintana is who he is. He's not going to wow you with his fastball. He's not going to wow you with his breaking stuff, but... He's put together some good outings. I mean, the outing on Sunday against the Nationals wasn't his best. I'll I'll admit I was there. I saw it live and in person. But he got the job done when it needed to, limited damage. And at the end of the day, you can't really ask much more from a guy who's like 80. So (laughs) I'm okay with the way Quintana has played, I should say. And he's another
1: one that, you know – Again, it just you hope for five innings and three and runs at the worst to keep you in it. But he, he's kinda of reminded me of uh boy could not go into the sixth inning. It was like five innings, you'd be like, Okay, okay, he's rolling and then sixth inning, bomb, bomb, bomb. Yeah. Hit, hit. Five innings and a couple runs and stay in the game. At
2: this point, that's still better than what Pretty much the rest of the rotation's giving you. Yeah, then all you need
1: is Crow for two innings,
0: close it down. And to be fair, Katona hasn't had the most uh, friendly of strike zones. Uh, there have been some questionable walks that he's given up, so it's not all on him. I would like to see more. The
1: also haven't had the most yeah. friendliest defense.
0: It is what it is. That's the series yeah. there, as far as starters go.
1: Now it, it would Mur- probably help if we had three outfielders. That that would go a long way. You want to see Cole Tucker in right field?
2: <laughs> no, I don't.
0: Yes, I don't think do. anyone does
2: anymore. And yes. I love Cole Tucker. We've seen him in cool. the infield, like where we drafted him to be. Yeah.
0: No, I, I feel you. no, I feel you, but Murph. You were mentioning the fact that you had some sleepers uh, for the Milwaukee series, and I think one of your sleepers, a lot of people aren't gonna like, but uh, hit them with it.
2: I've a place where all the Pirates Twitter likes me now,
0: or most of them <laughs>
2: like me. So, I, I'm statistically speaking, against the three pitchers that the Pirates are going to start, Kevin Newman has had the most success, like on this team. I mean, uh, or I think uh, Brian's had has put up pretty good numbers as well i just kind of expect it from from him at this point but kevin newman is 12 29 against the three probable pitchers and has three doubles and two home runs and eight rbs in 29 at-bats
0: and that's combined against all three of those starters right well what are
2: those common road splits though I mean, we don't want to look into that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's combined against all three starters that are that are probable this week. I, he hasn't had many. Aaron Ashby, he's 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 a rookie still this year, so he I, he only had like two or three at bats against him. But yeah. Some good what names. You know, are-
1: I did look up and I think uh you know, uh in ops OPS were ranked uh eleventh. Against lefties, but then we're twenty fifth against right-handed pitchers right now. That shocked me. That that shocks me for having.
2: You would think. I mean, I, the bulk of your other better hitters, I guess, being lefty. Mm-hmm. So, but then like Yoshi and Gamel, Vogelbach,
0: that's cool. I don't know if I could come up with a sleeper, really. But we,
2: we all know what's going to happen. I said that because it's a really cool number that I pulled up and then he's going to go 0 oh, for whatever in the series. Because <laughs> Just because I said it, just because I took the time to do the research to try to find someone who's had success against these guys and I looked up every single position player on the roster to see how they did and Newman stuck out the most so I took the time and I'm bringing it up and I know it's going to be an unpopular choice so that mm-hmm. means it's
1: going to blow up in my and you're going to turn Pirates Twitter against you yes
2: yes I have, I have officially all that whatever I just built up over the last couple weeks I, I'm just going to let it come tumbling down <laughs> more power to you with it um, but that's what the numbers tell me
0: I, I do not have the stones to uh, bring up Newman's name in a good light right now <laughs> but hey more power to you dude <laughs>
2: I have been very adamant that the moment that he loses defensive, whatever you want to call it, that he's completely useless. And I, I think I have said on here before that I do not, I did not think that he can maintain the level of defense that he did last year, because it was actually an outlier because mm-hmm. like his, his advanced numbers defensively, his first couple of years were not good. Like, but now, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden last year, he becomes a gold gun finalist. I did not believe that he would maintain that. So the moment that he lost that, he serves literally no purpose to this team. But if I'm I'm a guy of the numbers, I have to go by the numbers and say, "Well, well, that's actually pretty impressive. Maybe he hasn't faced the Brewers, those guys, in two years when he had his nice little offensive season or whatever it was, but... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm just laughing at the comments that we're going to get from this shit. Yeah, like, yeah That's sure. going to be the, the one thing.
1: My,
2: that's why I'm trying to save myself right now.
1: No, like I, no, no. Like,
2: Yeah, see, I, I'm trying to save myself by reminding everyone that I'm one of those guys that want to see Kevin Newman, like, go and that I'm okay with seeing all these struggles that o- O'Neill Creeds are having. I'd rather see the young guy struggling than the veteran guy who we already know okay? what we're getting okay. at. Him. But... Historically, he's hit well against the Brewers. So
1: Juju, we're going to have to start calling you Virginia said, Kevin.
0: Juju just nice. just gave us a suggestion for Kevin Newman and he said juice. And yeah. I think Kevin Newman would be absolutely phenomenal. Like we could start calling juice. him Barry Lamar Newman if he started drinking some juice. <laughs> yeah, no maybe, doubt, uh, you mind. know, during that period
1: where. Uh, during that period where uh the drug testing policy wasn't intact. Maybe yeah. maybe it, it to, maybe it's it takes a couple months for you know that doll to kick in when he was <laughs> we, using them. We, we we could only hope. <laughs> this this, only this hope. is gonna be the series where it kicks in and he goes on a tear. It's gonna be like that uh what what year was it? Uh was it eighteen where he went berserk? Was eighteen his good year? I think it was. Where then
0: he went berserk in Houston? Oh, I believe so. The juice kicked in then. All I'm saying, Juju is. Sorry, I remember.
1: Yeah, I I still remember arguing with someone because they were talking about how Newman was a top shortstop in the league after that good year he had, and I remember looking up the numbers. I'm like, yeah, but like all his home runs and his slugging was basically propped up. By Houston and Cincinnati, I'm like, I don't really trust any of this going forward because two his numbers are prop were propped up by two band boxes, basically.
0: (laughs) I mean, for your box score watchers,
2: I I mean, it works. This is gold for for box score watchers. This is gold
0: right here. What I got on this paper. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we got some sleepers. We got the Milwaukee's. Brewers uh series preview uh we talked about the Cubs uh that previously happened the series there Uh, this brings us to the portion of the show uh yeah we got fancy with it we have portions of the show now uh to where we have to hear Big Bear give us a little rant and uh it's his rant hour or minute I guess we should say so here you go okay I was about to say I I don't
2: think I'm that angry right now to go for an hour
0: <laughs>
1: he got right. his anger out earlier today,
2: yeah, yeah, that's that's been all kind of resolved with everything on there, yeah, uh... I'm really angry. I mean, the only thing I'm angry about is the, the the rotation. get get deeper in the game, please, please, show something, anything, anything, please. This is a pitiful segment.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I I'll rant and say I'm angry that I, I want to see some of these uh, over overaged guys that are just destroying their current leagues get pushed early. Like mad props to Jacob Gonzalez and Bradenton, but get that boy in Greensboro, move him along. Yeah, two straight Time weeks for Matt Gorski. Gorski yeah, to Altuna. let uh, I mean, we know happens. Ky- Kyron was, uh, gave a lot of props to Gorski, so I'm sure he'd love to see Gorski join him in Altoona.
2: Yeah, I would love to see Gorski in Altoona.
1: Get and my folks, boy
0: Cal into Pittsburgh. I would love that. I would absolutely love that. Get rid of somebody on that fucking 40-man roster. Up to Indy. Mm-hmm. I, I have a few names i think we all do (laughs) (laughs) pick a name out of a hat yeah it's not that hard man yeah it's not that hard um but folks that was the rant segment of the show uh brought to you by brought to you by uh no sponsor but anyone that has a bear as their logo i'm looking right at you i need you i need you for this segment and we need that money because i'm poor we're all poor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but no dudes um Ben Charrington discussed Rowanzi Contreras on his radio show on Sunday and I recorded that portion of the segment and I wanted to get your guys thoughts on what he said is it bullshit is it not bullshit and just kind of dive a little bit into it
2: yes <laughs> bullshit <laughs> if Charrington's saying it it's BS
1: Ben and uh ask you about Roancie Contreras is scheduled to get the start today for AAA Indianapolis. So, uh, the Pirates send him down and I'm, uh, you know, from everything that we've read, uh, for the reasoning of just that, right? He, he is a starting pitcher. He's viewed as a starting pitcher. And so he's going to get that opportunity. If he, if he performs well, does he get called back up this year? Well, Roancie he's really important to us. And certainly our hope is that we see him in Pittsburgh again, um, as we shared with him when he was optioned, that, that'll that'll be mostly up to him. Like that's more in his case, more decision he's going to make for us than one we're going to make. We expect him to make that decision for us by doing the things that he's capable of doing and uh, attention to detail. And the reason he's being set down, um, you know, obviously in that case has nothing to do with performance. Uh, he is—we uh, talked about roles earlier. He is one of the guys that you know we think has the ability to one day be in a more traditional starter's role in the major league and be really really effective at it. We want to give him every chance to
2: be that guy because that guy really is valuable if you have him. Um, and so and so he was he was on the team early uh, in April with the way our pitchers were stretched out or not stretched out in the extra spot, we we're able to carry him and, and kind of continue his progression in the major league. We thought that would be good for Messing experience. But we knew at some point we wanted to get him back down. Get back into a certain role, given
0: that uh, given that progression. Like, he, like we would expect to have coming out of that spring training. Uh, expect that will happen. now an deep and you know we'll we'll watch carefully. But if he does things that he's capable of doing, and focus on what, what he's what he what he can control, certainly our hope is that we see him in the Pittsburgh again this year. Well, there you have it. There's Ben Charrington on the Roansy Contreras situation. Uh, kind of seemed like basic corporate talk uh, from Charrington Uh, it's in rwanzi's control basically is what he said Uh, where they want to stretch him out as a starter Uh, I think we all know our feelings on that but did you hear anything different from uh, Charrington there any hope any anything maybe I should have saved the rant for after hearing that because I'm pretty angry listening to that (laughs) it's it's
2: all the same stuff that regurgitated out. It's you know, he's going to go down there, and regardless of how he does, they're going to keep him there until it's financially op- opportun- opportunistic for them to bring him back. He's young; he, he missed because they had to use him out of the bullpen. So, I, I, I imagine we'll get a couple months of him in the majors, but like I'm not expecting more than ten starts at this point in, in Pittsburgh this year for him.
0: Yeah. It's, it's kind of how I feel. Um, I think you could have stretched him out as a starter, the same role you were using him in. Uh, that Peters Will Crow role come in, pitch two or three innings, limit him to fifty pitches. Even uh, doesn't even have to be sixty, uh, and you can achieve the same result against higher level competition. Um, it's easy stuff, man. And when it, it, I will always be the one that talks about the pirates and and the spending and it's not like they're doing anything different, but fuck man, I'm getting real tired of this dude. I really am. It you have a chance at something special here and you can stretch this kid out against major league level competition. And they're just not doing it. And they will they're stuck in their ways. And I I don't like that. I just want to see something different. Something different. And Nola I know Juju was in the background just ranting and raving at what Harrington was saying. So, as uh, dad, yeah, I, I
1: had to uh, I had I had to mute it there for a second while uh, we were listening. But uh, I mean, I guess I already kind of alluded to it already, and you said about the same that I mean, he could have been shut out in the big league level. I mean, already. I mean, they're having to do the same with the starting pitches they currently have, like we don't have starters going more than three innings as it is. So it isn't as if, you know, Brubaker, Wilson, Keller, Cantana are all going four five, six innings. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, yeah, he he let his corporate speak kind of run on a little too far there to say something that's like, well, how's that any different with what's currently going on? But obviously it's a service time manipulation and I've never even seen someone else say before too, it's, I mean, let the guy pitch, let him do what he does. I mean, maybe you sign him to an early extension, who knows, but also it's almost, I don't know if I want to say indicative necessarily, but if the farm system has the depth they believe it does and is progressing the way they believe it is, then let him go now because six years down the road, and he goes, hey, so be it. You're, the way they're building the farm, the assets they have, you should be able to fill in whenever his time's up.
0: Yeah, I think it's... it's oh, the whole situation, man, is just a bunch of, like you said, corporate bullshit. And you hate to see it because we are fans of this team. And I know in terms of Murph and I, we, we have to stay completely unbiased in the situation because we do cover the team and (laughs) it is preferable that you're not a fan of the team you cover because feelings get in the way. And I am a victim of that a lot. You know, even when I was in the booth covering the game, I was like cheering really quietly (laughs) in front of like (laughs) professionals. So it was like, all right i gotta I gotta take a step back here and like look at it for through a different lens, I guess I should say, and even when I look at it through a different lens, you can see it. you can see the bullshit that's going on, and I guess it just is what it is, and we have to deal with it at the end of the day. but let's end this shindig on a good note with happy thoughts and happy memories and happy words, so As always, guys, the way we end the show is we give out our socials so you beautiful people can follow us and keep updated on the show. So I'll start off. For me, uh, I would appreciate a follow on Twitter, at Murphanko, M-U-R-P-H-A-N-K-O. It will come up as Louisiana Ted uh, when you look it up, but that's. uh, we'll talk about it in the DMs if you want to, but you pretty much know what went on there uh big bear go ahead and get your socials out man
2: as always give me a follow on twitter at double underscore murphy 88 also uh please subscribe to the youtube channel we're getting really close to 50 subscribers views are doing really good give give it a follow you got good stuff going on there
0: yes you do and your uh tweet of o'neal cruz's walk off home run went a little viral got so. 15,
2: 15 views Hey, I was yeah, you love to see it. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> you love to see it. Um,
1: and it had audio. Yes, it
2: had audio. Yes, most of well,
1: the stuff,
2: most of the stuff that I've done like mid game has, has had audio this year because I've been because like I've had to watch the game on my laptop. So I watch the game mm-hmm. on my laptop. If something happens, I'll pull my phone out, make the clip of it, and then tweet it
0: out. So smart nice. man, smart man. Uh, Louisiana Ted about your social man <laughs> yeah
1: uh at nola jeffy n-o-l-a-j-e-f-f-y the all the other louisiana Ted, the tried and true the og <laughs> yeah and he's the og i just, man. I just
0: broke 70 followers you so feel great about it <laughs> <laughs> he's uh we're we got to get him to 100 so if you follow anyone yes today <laughs> the day you're listening please follow nola jeffy man get him to we 100. gotta get him over a hundred just just for the clout purpose we're clout chasing at this point <laughs> like some other uh, podcasters, you no, no,
1: no people to no more people to see my shit talk yes
2: yes it's it's always an entertaining always entertaining
0: oh he comes Follow for nola. the throat he comes for the throat too he does he does it's good shit like when i'm on the twitter feed and i see nola jeffy quote tweet someone nine times out of ten it's coming from got to go in yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but boys and girls as always i hope you enjoyed the episode uh we're gonna continue to do this give you series previews and talk about the previous series um give little nuggets and news involved there uh but you guys wanted this and we gave it to you please like rate subscribe review all that good shit for the podcast so that way we can get this out to more people uh more channels more everything because like i said well we love you guys and most importantly can we get it right this time boys let's go let's go, go now nah, we're late as always no but that's okay <laughs> juju say bye say goodbye. bye juju goodbye <laughs> love see you, you guys. later.